Here's what's coming up on today's show. And some people are just naturally comfortable talking about the stuff that they talk about every day. And others, they, they get a little stiff and it's like, hey, relax. This is the same thing that you still talk about all day long with clients. It's just we happen to be recording it. And that's, that's the red light syndrome. Here at Third Wheel Media, we help you navigate the world of radio, podcasting, and video so that you can hit a home run with your content. On this podcast, we'll give you a behind-the-scenes look at what we do. This is Rounding Third, Conversations in Modern Media. Welcome back in to another episode of Rounding Third, Conversations in Modern Media. I'm Ben George. I'm joined today by one of the owners, one of the three wheels at Third Wheel, Mark Killian. Among other things, Mark's an owner, but he also focuses on video. So, Mark, we need to bring you on. We, this, we're five episodes in. We figured, hey, we got to talk a little bit of video now. Sure. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Looking forward to talking about it. I like to do uh, all sorts of stuff, obviously, for the company. But, yeah, video is, is uh, my, my thing, I guess. I'm the video guy. Yeah, I know a lot of people, clients especially, know you as one of the hosts, too, because you work with quite a lot of people in the, yep. in the group that we work with. But video has kind of been your specialty, and it's kind of been the, the arm that you've taken on and kind of running with here recently. So we want to talk a little bit about um, what are the biggest issues I think that people or challenges, maybe not issues, maybe challenges is a better word, okay. that people face when they get on camera for the first time. And I think we're all getting more comfortable <laughs> with it because of Zoom and because right. things have moved so virtual. But when it, the spotlight's on you alone and that red light, so to speak, comes on, yep. a lot of people freeze. Yeah, red light syndrome. It's a thing. Yeah, years ago when I was uh, in school for radio and television, I won't say how many years ago, but many <laughs> years ago, um, it was definitely something we talked a lot about. And, and people, yeah, if you're not used to it, you you know, when you first turn it on, and I think you made a great point. We are getting better because of Zoom and all the virtual stuff we've had to do. But there's something about like hopping on Zoom and talking to someone like your client or something like that, like our clients, who their clients. It's not quite as strange for some people as some as whenever you go to record something. There's something about well, we're going to record this because this is going to be our podcast or our video, you know, content or whatever. There adds that extra element that causes us to freeze up a little bit. Yeah, because everybody's watching you. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and kind of some tips um, and what Mark's maybe done with some of our clients that have gotten into video to kind of help ease their maybe anxiety a little bit when that camera comes on. But uh, just kind of give a little background on both of us. And I've not failed to do this, Mark. As a host, I should know better, but I failed to like really properly introduce and give background on our guests. I did with Dan a little bit last episode with music and background on his music, but didn't do it with Walter very well. Um, so with you, I want to do a little better job. So just a little bit of background on your video, like how you got into video, what all you've done from a video perspective. Um, not that you need to build any credibility, but just to kind of give people an idea of yeah. uh, your experience. Well, kind of like Dan, like uh, our, our audio guy there, he, uh, I'm a musician as well, have been all my life. And so, you know, it's a natural thing for musicians that video has got to be part of the, uh, the process, especially, uh, I'm old school. So I go all the way back to the, you know, to the heydays of music videos and whatnot. So it's one of those things where I've always been around it because of the elements. So then I eventually wound up, as I briefly mentioned, went to school for radio and television and, uh, you know, got some formal training on a lot of the different things in that realm and got away from it for a while as, uh, as life tends to happen. And then I got back into it a number of years ago, uh, and everything, of course, had changed because when I went to school for radio and television, a lot of it, we hadn't fully shifted into the complete digitized digital world uh, of a lot of the things that we use nowadays. So it was really fun to get back into it, learn all the things that had changed. But the core principles, I think, are still there. It's just the tools change. Does that help? Yeah, it does. And I came along 
right after, right before video two. Like if, if I would have come around in college, probably like three years later, I would have been like having mm-hmm. the end of video. But I came around, I was yeah. still real radio focused, audio focused, and uh, print. And I, I yeah. mean, we were in the digital world, you know, comfortable with the internet, but still like the video wasn't a huge thing until a couple yeah. of years later. Yeah. But now it's all, it's yeah, everywhere. Oh, everywhere, yeah. And I went to Scripps uh, Howard in uh, in Michigan, in Detroit, years and years and years ago. And of course, the big focus was radio, and it was WRIF and and the big radio stations. But we had they were just starting a television uh, division back then as well. So I uh, getting more and more into that. So it was. Uh, I've got a lot of knowledge about a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and and, and too, like I, I've I've gotten that red light syndrome too. So I'm you know doing oh, some TV do. stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, with ACC network and SEC network stuff. And, you know, it, it takes a little time to get comfortable, but you, you work through it. And, um, and hopefully this episode will help people work through it today as they try to get through it. No, I think that's a great point. No, even if you've got experience, sometimes you get it. So it's, it's, it's a natural occurrence. We just have to figure out a way to, to try to loosen up a little bit. All right. So people that are, that are thinking about doing video and starting video, which seems to be a pretty common trend recently is, is the move to add video, uh, especially for financial advisors and, and a lot of people. Video is, is, a, is a key element to the business in terms of delivering content and, and just connecting with your clients or customers, whatever it is. When, when people come in, Mark, and start uh, working with us, working with you, do you, is that red light syndrome very common? Well, to your point earlier, I think it's definitely getting better. I think what happens for most people is they're, they're just really worried about putting on the you know the best face so to speak and so that's when they start to overanalyze a little bit and they and they maybe get a little I think it's it goes two ways I think they either think about it too much as far as the the setup and how it's all going to look and how it's going to translate once it's recorded uh and they don't think about themselves their actual performance or whatever uh, they're more concerned about the room and you know the lighting or whatever the case is or it's the other way right they, they could care less about what the image look like looks like they're just worried about how they're coming across so it's it's finding a good marriage in between the two so that you can get a good looking product uh, as well as a good sounding product and then of course delivering good content because at the end of the day to your point Ben more and more people our attention spans are so short that people turn to something like video for quick you know, fast little updates and things because they, we can absorb that content sometimes a little easier than we can audio. Yeah. And I think too, like the quality of the, the videos, I would guess that, and you tell me if you disagree or not, but I feel like with, with the way Zoom's taken over and how we've gotten much mm-hmm. more comfortable just with everybody being in a very informal setting and who knows what the background is going to look like and who knows how somebody's right. going to be dressed, that the quality of the, the video isn't necessarily a huge factor, right? As long as like you can hear and understand the message, that's not a huge factor. But I think like this, this whole idea of, of not being able to speak to the camera is a big Mm -hmm. deal. Like even if your video quality isn't great, you can deliver a very credible message and grab somebody's attention by speaking confidently to the camera versus if you, if you have a bad video quality and you're kind of, you're looking around or read notes or just, you know, speaking to the side is bad. Yeah, no, I would agree with that, and that was kind of that's maybe I didn't just explain that very well, but that was kind of my thought is that some people obsess on one aspect or the other, uh, and versus this, let's focus on you know getting the good content and the good message delivered. We we can always improve the image, right? So that's that's fine. We'll figure out ways to improve the image if that's a concern for you. But let's handle the the big piece, which is the delivering part, and and I think that's where some people. You know, we're going to struggle. They're just, we're human and it's just going to happen. So you've got to be comfortable with yourself 
and with the stuff you're talking about, and I think you, Ben, you might agree with me on this, but we obviously we interview lots of advisors, uh, you know, all across the country and whatnot. And some people are just naturally comfortable talking about the stuff that they talk about every day, and others they they get a little stiff, and it's like, hey, relax, this is the same thing that you still talk about all day long with clients. It's just we happen to be recording it, and that's that's the red light syndrome. Yeah, they 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 could talk in much more detail about them what what yeah. they're usually talking about on the podcast. They get into right. A lot more of the weeds, but you know, once you just talk some high level stuff, it yeah, to your point, kind of makes them freeze up, and that and, and that's natural. Um, but yeah. I, I think that that's a great point that being very comfortable in what you're saying and and, and understanding and, and confident and having that knowledge, yeah. that's one of the first ways to get over that syndrome, right? Because if you know what you're saying and you're, you're confident in what you're speaking on, you, you I think you start losing thought of hey, I got to worry about the camera. You're just speaking to the camera like talking. it's a client, yeah. right? Yep, just talk to us. Like you know, if we're hosting the show with you or you're doing it solo, just talk to us about the things that you do every day, all day long, that you know you've got this solid, right? So just deliver that message. And I think also don't try to cram too much into one setting because that's also where you start to get in the weeds, you start to wander, and then maybe you do lose focus. Be very concise. If you're gonna talk about three things about social security, then just stick to those three things. Yeah, that's so so important. Uh, what else? What else do you typically tell people um, to get them comfortable, Mark, when they're recording for the first time? Is there any like basic? Hey, when you turn on the camera, do this. Because I remember when I, I filmed a couple of videos for Third Wheel, and um, and I even do this. Like I even do TV stuff uh, professionally. So like, you think I would be a little better of it, but still, right. like a lot of the like the small things, like when you're speaking um, and you're closing out a thought, like. Stay looking at the camera for a few extra seconds, right? Like little yes. things like that go a yeah, long way. Point. Especially with Zoom, and if you do have a guest or something on, be very careful of the, the start and the stop. That's a great point, Ben, because if they're making noise or whatever, Zoom will, you know, it'll kick the camera, it'll kick the uh, the recording over to the other person. So take a second. Once everybody's set, you know, just let it, just give a second, and then start your content. And then when you close, as Ben just mentioned, finish your content, finish your line or whatever, and then just kind of hold your gaze at the camera if that's what you're doing, if that's the focus of the content is talking to the camera, just for two, three seconds once you've finished. And that just gives the editing and so on and so forth a nice place to, to cut that out versus the darting eye syndrome. Yep, no question. Well, there's there's some good thoughts in there. And, and again, it's, it's all about just getting comfortable. Um, it's like anything yeah. you do with, with more repetitions, um, and even with practice, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to get better with it and you're going to feel more comfortable to stand at the camera, but take away all, like, I, I try to take away everything around me, like, and just focus on the camera only. Don't worry about who's watching. Don't think about who's around me might hear me. Like just speak to the camera. It's just one more, yeah. like, it's just more noise in everybody else's world that they're probably going to forget about immediately. Very true. And I think you talk about comfort. Uh, one thing that I would suggest to, or, and I've suggested to some of the different clients is, what are you comfortable in being on camera? So obviously not the situation with the, like the uh, you know, television and the basketball stuff and things that you're talking about because that's a little bit different. But every financial advisor has the image they want to portray, right? So if when clients come to see you, you dress a certain way, then dress that way on camera, you know, if that's what's comfortable to you. But if it's not, you know, don't feel like you necessarily have to be in a suit or have, you know, the tie on and so on and so forth, unless that is what is comfortable to you. Uh, If you're, you know, better off not having the tie or maybe that top button's unbuttoned or whatever the case is, 
go for it. Because comfort goes a long way into how you're going to deliver the message, how well you're going to deliver it. And again, if that's, the, if that's who they're going to see when they come in, be the same person on camera that it is you know, when they walk into the office. Yeah. Look good, feel good, sound good, right? That goes a long way. Yeah, that's going yeah. a long way. All right, Mark, uh, any other tips? I know attention spans, to your point, are shorter, so we try to keep this one fairly short. But any other tips or anything else you want to add uh, before from we mention our video side? service? Yeah. Yeah, from the red light side, yeah, I think we got a lot of it. You know, the biggest thing is also try to maybe just tune your mind out from that little red light that kicks on, especially if on, on the camera it does kick on. I think a lot of webcams don't have that, which is great, so that kind of helps a little bit. But just, you know, to Ben's point, just talk to the camera as though you're talking to whomever, whether it's the, the client or whatever the case might be. It's the stuff that you do day in and day out and let your mind, you know, just kind of separate it away from the fact that I'm recording. Take that out of the equation and it won't bother you nearly as much. And I'll add one more. If you do have a screen that you can see yourself on while you're talking, avoid looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so easy to look to see how you look, but then all of a sudden yes. you're looking at yourself and it's very noticeable on camera. So yeah, just so stay looking at the... That's a great point. <laughs> if you're doing a guest thing, what I like to do is I cover myself with the notes or the other things that I need. So like on Zoom, you know, we can do that. We, we can stretch that out, obviously, on our screen, right? We've got the two people, one on each side. Cover yourself up uh, with uh, your notes or your bullet points or whatever it is that you want to have. Use something else to kind of cover your face, and then you're not nearly as tempted to look. And you're also looking a little bit more at your guest. And think about that with... And we'll do that on another episode, Ben, but like camera placement, that uh-huh. can kind of help too where you feel like you're talking to your actual guest on zoom for example um you know versus looking directly into the camera a couple different points we can we can touch on later on that but if the deliverable is straight to camera yes cover yourself up and just stay focused at the camera yeah i want to talk cameras picking out a good camera uh lighting i think it's another big one sure and audio all three things that i want to talk about at some point on the podcast with people that are getting in a video. But I think this is a good good start because, you know, how you present yourself is is the first step. So doing that well is important. But just want to quickly mention just some of the video stuff that we do, Mark, in case anybody is interested in, in learning more about video, just kind of a quick rundown of, of what you're dealing with clients right now. I mean, we do all sorts of different types of video content, as we just mentioned, whether it's the direct to camera, you know, short videos, things like if you're familiar with our Yak content, we do some of the short animation things, the one or two minute, uh, you know, deliverables. We do those three to five minute direct conversation client messages. Like I mentioned, Social Security, you do a, a quick three. Here's the top three things I know about Social Security type of situation. And we also do the more long form where uh, the podcast, right, like we're doing here, Ben, where we record the entire thing on both audio and video. Uh, and turn that into you know content for the client. And we have many of them that just like to have that conversation. They like to have that extra piece where it's put out in the audio space, but also on YouTube and so on and so forth for viewers to watch. And we, we cut those into smaller clips and make all just kinds of different kinds of things for people to, to digest. Yeah, basically whatever you're looking to accomplish, we can probably help you with that. So just log on thirdwheelmedia.com. You, there's a video tab at the top. Click on that and you'll see a lot of the different solutions that we provide clients, and uh, you can learn more about our yeah. services as well. We do. I mean, we do everything for you know full-on commercials as well. Obviously, we do animations for. We've done things for Board of Pharmacy. I mean, we do a lot of different. We can go as big as you want to go, or as small as you want to go. But it's all about fitting the message and fitting the content, and then we can make the, the right deliverable from there. Yeah, very good. Well, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Rounding Third. Please subscribe if you haven't already. We'd appreciate that. We got a new episode. 
every month. And I think our next one is going to focus on another one of our uh, great team members. So hit subscribe. Mark, always great to talk to you. And thanks for the insight. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate your time as always.